Megillah Sester, Hakdama Introduction, Part 2. So the last time we spoke about Achishverosh as being the son of Koresh, the king of Persia, and the grandson of Daryavesh, also the king of Madai, and they had conquered Bavel, and that's how he made such a big kingdom. Um, there's other uh, opinions says that Achishverosh was not a uh, not of royal blood at all, and he was not part of the royal family. But the Medrash says rather that he discovered a huge treasure the Vulchanetzar had buried under a river. With his great wealth, he bribed his way into a position of great power. Therefore, look at the Megillah. It says, Achishverosh. It doesn't say, Achishverosh. It doesn't say he was the king of Achishverosh. Rather, just Achishverosh to show you that he wasn't really a king from from his uh, from his ancestry. From He wasn't of royal blood. This later comes up because Vashti uh, has complaints on him. Because Vashti um, said, I'm from royal blood, and you're not. Uh, I pointed out the opinion that Achishverosh was from royal blood. Uh, the whole thing is interesting because um, Vashti was only alive because his grandfather, Daryavish, had saved her. So, either way, uh, it's, it can be discussed. Um, the, the, uh, the, also, the Megillah begins by telling us the, the great wealth of Achishverosh. How come? It really should begin talking about Haman. Why does it make a difference to us about the wealth of Achishverosh? Well, this is to show us Achishverosh is such a powerful king and he had great wealth and power of his own and he worked his way up to the top. And therefore, he would, they, they were saved from Achishverosh was an even greater miracle than we realize. Um... Also, we have to realize that Achishverosh hated the Yidin. He was an anti-Semite. He hated the Jews very much um, for a couple of reasons. But, you know, Jews were good citizens and he should have been nice to them. But his royal astrologers had told him that one day later on a Jew would take his royal crown from him and rule in his place. Now, this prediction really referred to Daryavish II, um, who was Esther's child. Esther had a child from Achishverosh so, in other words, the next king was a Jew, and the Jew did take his crown, but wasn't in a bad way, it was his own son. But he misunderstood it, of course, and therefore hated um, hated the Jews. Um, when And therefore, when Haman comes and approaches Achishverosh to kill, the, to kill out the Jews, he's only so happy to oblige and allow Haman to kill the Jews. Also, uh, Hashem's name is not in the entire Megillah. Okay? It is only hinted to. A few times, you have like Yavo HaMelech V'Haman Hayom, that King and Haman should come today, <coughs> is Yod Kevavke. And uh, also, every time it says the word Melech, the word Achashverosh, we can read it as Hashem and see that it's Hashem's doing, that Hashem was planned. But, uh, but look at Megillah Sester, Hashem's name is missing from the entire Megillah, <coughs> and yet, you look a little closer and you'll have to admit that Hashem is all over the Megillah. How could it just happen to be too many coincidences, too many things that happen to happen and happen to work out in the story of Purim to say that it was just done with an accident? It was certainly, there was a divine hand that was guiding everything that happened. Also, this was an introduction to the new era where Nevoah was gone, Nevoah was over, and now Hashem communicated with us in a hidden way. Everything was hidden. There's no, no point where it said Hashem spoke to uh, Mordechai. But that's the lesson for the, for the Golos. That's why Purim it says that Hanukkah and Purim are the two Yom Tovim that will last forever. And even when Mashiach comes, the other Yom Tovim will be bottled. 
We'll cancel this Yom Tov will continue on because it means so much to us. It's seeing Hashem's hidden hand in everything that and everything that goes on. Uh, also, another thing is that Mordechai knew that <clears throat> that the uh, the Persians would translate the Megillah into their own language. It was sent out. The Megillah was sent out throughout the entire um, kingdom, and it might it would be used by all the different people in different languages. And therefore, if Hashem's name was in there, it's possible that they might. Uh, it's possible that they might erase Hashem's name, throw it out. They might also put in one of the name of their own gods. They might put an Avodah in the place of the name of Hashem. And therefore, another reason why Hashem's name was left out. And that's why it's also it's called Megillus Esther, not Megillus Mordechai, not Megillus Achashverosh, because there's nothing unusual about what happened. Achashverosh makes his party. Um, there's a plot. Mordechai discovers the plot. Haman is hung. All that all that works out very very nicely. The only surprising incident in Megillah is Esther marrying Achishverosh. Esther is one of the greatest women that ever lived. She was one of the seven Nevios, one of the seven prophetesses. And it all seems very strange. Why would she have to marry a guy, marry a Gentile? Was very unusual. No one understood it. It made no sense to anybody that this righteous, righteous woman should be given such a fate that she had to marry this woman against, this, uh, sorry, this king, this Goyish king against, against her will. But all came together at the end. We saw that it was Hashem's plan that she should be there to have the opportunity to save the Eden from Haman's plot. And therefore, the Megillah is called Megillah's Esther. And the other reason is because it was Esther who advised the Eden to, to, to do tshuva by fasting for three days and three nights. And this act of Teshuvah saved everyone, therefore it's called Megillus Esther. We'll see later on that Esther actually was trying to uh, almost confuse the Yidin into thinking that she's not with them anymore. Maybe she's not on their side anymore. And therefore they would do Teshuvah even more and they would make sure to turn only to Hashem and not say, we have a sister in the palace and therefore we don't have to worry about anything. They were very, very worried and they really, even at that point, thought that we're really in trouble now. We need to uh, Davin only to Hashem. Okay, that concludes part two of the Hakadama, the introduction to the uh, Gilles Esther.